Hello and welcome to episode 61 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and someone who I recently discovered has a fascination with frog spawn. Mm. Mark. Are you a fan? I'd never really thought about it, to be fair. No. We always used to muck about with it at primary school. Mm. I mean, but I haven't haven't been involved I think in it's my, in my adulthood. Of, yeah. No, I, yeah. You just like it, do you? Works for me, yeah. <laughs> what, read it? Or do you kind of... <laughs> Looks like it could be edible, doesn't it? Mm. That'd be quite nutritious, wouldn't mm. it? It's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, food, and slowing things down a little bit. You know, like taking tower. five and kicking back a little, you know, taking an easy, like that fit rabbit in the Cadbury's Caramel ads back in the 80s. Yeah. Whoa. Did you know she was voiced by Miriam Margoyles? What? Yes, I did know, but oh. I didn't know Well, you do you know said. everything. What, just then? I, if you'd asked me, I wouldn't have known. You literally knew that second I told you. Well, that's so I said, thoughts. did you, you know? You have no control over your thoughts, do no. you? Oh, you that's a good one. Come to that in a minute. So you didn't know. I said, did you know that it was voiced by? And you said, yes, literally because I just told you. Oh. Or did you know about, have you heard that before? I think I've heard it before. But I haven't told you. No, no, but that's really interesting that my answer was yes. You could have said yes, because you'd literally just told me, don't yes. you? Anyway. It's quite literal, wasn't it? it yeah. Uh, we're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this. Madness! Then our work here is done. You're like, I'm dram, aren't you? I'm not sure how that's going to come out, but I thought about doing it. Mm. Oh, I'm just so crazy, aren't I? Mm. Make sure you subscribe to us in your podcast app and follow us on the socials by searching for Ryan Finecast. Come on, hang out. Cool over there. We muck about on Instagram. We like it. And please do drop us an email at imfinecast at gmail.com. You're not going to say it, but that picture, although I think you've got a bit of mailbag for it, I heard on the grapevine, your cockerel picture. <laughs> yeah, my little Photoshop It's really job. good. I was really impressed. You were like, where'd you get that from? I'm yeah, like, who just did it? Which clever person did that? I'm a graphic designer, isn't it? <laughs> just, you know, just keeping my chops. We're getting a bit loud on the, the levels. It's just me, because I take my hat off. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming up in this episode, bookmarks and catch-ups in a sec. Uh, work-life ballet. What did we do before mobile phones? I'm not going to answer yet. No, no. no. Brain food. We've got um, a section from Mark called Forced Reality and Retribution. Catchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Got some mailbag, haven't we? Yes. Um, we've got some life hacks. And, and some deliveries. Oh, yes. Mailbag with parcels. Proper mailbag. Mark, you're looking, you're looking like really well, like 12 stone of wellness. Thank you. <laughs> you 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 know you're looking you twelve stone. Yeah, still twelve. Are stone. you? Yeah. Um, you said still good. We haven't announced that you are actually twelve stone yet. Oh, we, well, we've I... gone through that milestone. You kept it quiet, <laughs> and you kind of dropped it the other day. And I went, "Oh, have you? Congratulations!" It's like a, a gender announcement party, isn't it? That's yeah. balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Release Mark... twelve stones into the air, <laughs> carried by <laughs> extra hench. Carrier pigeons. Like um, it. You're still yeah, maintaining your good. 12 stone of... Yep. And it's funny, the, the guy I'm training with, we were saying that it's almost about not reaching that target and just going, being defined by the weight, but it's feeling, I feel it's a good weight to be at. So I haven't tried to get to that weight by going, if I'm 12 stone, life will be happy in the same way. If someone's doing weight loss, I'm going to go down to eight stone and life will be happy. But I felt for a while that I've been maybe not eating properly, not fueling properly, not supplementing properly. 
but still working out mm. six times a week. And yeah. I think there hasn't been a correlation between fuel going in and energy expended. And I feel now at this weight, yeah, I feel good and healthy. I feel very strong. Good. Hence, I can lift slam balls with my... That was good. I quite yeah, like... I mean, it's gone now because unless you've saved it anywhere, but you did put an Instagram up. You haven't put one up for a while. I mean, you, apart from your, your commentary, which is yeah. good, but you haven't put any of you, you know, with your, with your top off. No. Looking all hench. Top off my Russian mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for those who didn't see it on Instagram, you see you're missing out. You were doing a pull-up. Yeah. A kind of wide grip pull-up, is it? That, that's neutral grip. Neutral grip, Because my Sorry. palms were inwards rather okay. than forwards. Yeah. Holding onto a 10-kilo ball with your feet. Mm. Like some animal. Yeah. Arr. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Sorry. Like one of those ants that carries. Yeah. Or um, dung beetle. Yeah. They do that, don't they? Yeah. You could try that. I'll get some hits on TikTok, wouldn't it? What, pulling up a dung beetle? <laughs> just, no, just kind of, you know, lifting shit. <laughs> with your, I don't know what I'm going with that. Discomfortable is a word. Oh, okay. Hmm. Ten, but it says tending to deprive of mental or physical ease or uncomfort, which kind of works with what we're talking about. Yeah. Internet madness. There's a few things on here I wanted to cover off. Okay. As we alluded to in the last pod. Why did so, you say off after cover? What? Why did you say off after cover? To cover off? Mm. I said, what are you doing to me? You could have saved yourself a second. <laughs> no, well, yeah, now you've interrupted me. Mm. Now you, you've you lost. Have, you could have saved 30 seconds if you had just... Yeah. Shut up. So you've now got to say cover instead of cover off 30 I'm times take... before you get this back. <laughs> <laughs> You're in deficit. <laughs> oh, shit. Carry on. Don't uh, let me interrupt you. you. You mentioned glow up and I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I knew what a glow up was and I didn't know what a glow up was okay. when you were talking about... We're talking about how it started and how it went and yep. we didn't talk about it in the end but you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> but we we're talking about glow ups so i didn't know what it was yeah uh you did yes i've got a definition of what glow up for anyone who else sure. <laughs> all three other people who went what a glow up <laughs> uh the art of glowing up is a very intricate elaborate and individual process that usually happens over three to six years and sometimes even up to 10 years urban dictionary defines a glow up as an incredible transformation yeah or to go from the bottom to the top to the point of disbelief I guess, like a transformation that's just yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, essentially, glow up is another phrase for going through puberty, but the glow up process focuses on the improvement of physical appearance, individual style, overall attractiveness and maturity in contrast to puberty, which basically focuses on physical and biological developments, such as facial hair for the boys, beards for the girls. Yeah. A, a longer definition than just yeah. a transformation <laughs> yeah. before and after, right? On to TikTok now. Right. Because it's, I'm surprised you haven't turned your microphone off. So where where this has come from is we talked about on uh, ages and ages ago about advertising on Instagram, Facebook, things yeah. popping up because your microphone's on WhatsApp. I've come off that now, so I don't hardly get any ads. Like no. that was clear WhatsApp was fueling yes. the ads that I was getting. And we've also kind of talked about not just the audio, but even stuff we've typed. Yes. And I remember having a conversation with my, my mate Gaz about minis because he was buying a mini at the time. And I was only texting him. And then I started to get ad, ads about minis, almost the exact mini we were texting about. Didn't have a conversation, wasn't audible, yeah. just text. So I binned all that off, went to Signal, not just for that reason, but other reasons. You went back on back, back on TikTok or um, turned the microphone on or something? I don't so know. So I, I started, I'd turned all my microphones off. We'd had all the discussions. And what I've been interested in seeing mostly for content for this and also just to send you endless ridiculous pictures <laughs> yeah, of my yeah. conspiracy theory just the the depth i we had this discussion a while ago i said to you about how i have a different feeling about mobile phone shops that each of them has a feeling for me you have talked about ranking yeah so it's ranking but they also evoke a certain emotion within me okay so vodafone to me is run of the mill needs a bit of a wash 
fairly reliable, never really going to do much. When you go in there, you think the guys there and the girls there are like, they're okay. I know what you mean about that. Yeah. And in, in, this happens in all industries. So, so when I was a bookie, Ladbrokes, ironically also read, very similar to, to Vodafone in their, their marketing right, okay. mm. was it was almost like they're five years behind the time and they just need a good old scrub and then they'd be, but they're never going to blow you away. Yeah. And then you walk down the road to three mm. and you go, the guys here, they're only going to be here for 18 months because they're wheeler dealers and they're going to set up selling <laughs> yeah. sweets on TikTok. But for the moment, and they're the ones that at the end go, give us a, a five-star review, all right, mate? Like slightly threatening because <laughs> their performance repays. And it's like, you will, and they sort of give you yeah, the yeah, evils, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like you go, yeah, of course I will. But three is fresh and invigorating, and they have great offers, Edgy. and yeah, feel comfortable. Yeah. What about O2? O2 is just like I don't quite understand O2. Yeah. I don't. I just don't know where they are because sometimes their adverts have those little bubbles going up, and I'm thinking, oh, that's fresh and exciting. And then there's the O2 venues, and then I don't know what else O2. Anyway, any others? This isn't good radio or. Uh, E.E. What do you think of them? I don't like What's-His-Face. Kevin Bacon? Bacon. Yeah. So I'm prejudiced against him. (laughs) Anyway. Any road up. Where are we going with that? And like Plusnet, a part of BT, I didn't realise that. So BT have obviously gone, oh, let's do someone that's really cheap but looks cheap. But it's actually BT. Yeah. Where are we going with that? TikTok. Oh, yeah. So I turned the microphones off. And so basically it's around content. Oh, yeah. So this was the point I was saying. TikTok. When you watch TikTok, you need a wash. After. When you watch. I think one of our pods at the other week kind of at the beginning explained that. And this is the point I'm saying about how we're being watched or listened to. Mm -hmm. I think Instagram is fairly obvious. You talk about something, it comes up with an ad. And the ad is probably quite relevant. Yeah. It isn't like we're looking into your brain. It's you mention yeah i want to buy a tomato and you get an advert for a tomato do you know what i mean it's like it's fine <laughs> you're listening to me yeah, 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 yeah you sent me a picture of tomato mm. but tiktok is like we're not only listening to you we're actually inside your <laughs> head and i think why i've kept the microphone on is in the last pod we're going on about china and there's me going yeah. blah, 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 and they're doing this and blah blah but yeah I'm, i'll leave my microphone open for <laughs> yeah. the chinese yeah, government right. to listen to everything yeah, yeah. i'm saying and yeah. listen to the pod yeah Interesting as well, I said to you on the pod, in our early looking at the States in America, and I know we were trying to get the yeah, guy. You can see why they're terrified of TikTok, can't you? Yeah, but we, we were, San, Fran- San Francisco is Where are we state. hot right now, Mark? Sorry? Where are we hot right now in the States? Uh, I think Virginia's top. Oh, hello. Do anyway. I sound like an idiot when I just say hello like that, don't I? Virginia is top. That is so sad. What? That I know in which country. Well, not really. If everyone, anyone knows you, I know that's not sad. Try me another one. Go German. Right. Try Germany. Okay. Just ask me. Uh, Germany, Bavaria. Go Australia. Go Australia? Queensland. <laughs> Don't do any more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Where were we? Oh. Like Rain Man. I called you Rain Man before. Yeah. So um, TikTok, shall I kind of kick this on? You're talking about Kick-Cock. <laughs> t- Kick-Cock, I don't even say it anymore. Matt, Matt TikTok. Matt <laughs> Hatman-Cock. Right. So, so I've, le- I've left my the, microphones on. Yes. And the second thing I want to say, and I'll stop now, is that we were finding that we have changed from WhatsApp. So we've gone on to Signal that has a, a higher level of encryption. Good point. I'll bring that. Yes, yes, yes. yes so yes, that, yes. that's where we are. Yes. Yeah. So the first one we were talking about existentialism the other week when we were talking about yes. our, 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 our philosophy stuff. Mm-hmm. And literally you had one that came up 
about existentialism, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I'm um, mentioning the philosophers we've mentioned. Yeah. The bullseye one, we're talking about bullseye John Cooper, the serial killer who was tracked down and yeah. from, from bullseye. That was on your that came up on your thing. Can I just, just add on this yes. as well? They also came up on my stream, a non-darts player getting 180 or something. Uh, oh, yes, yes, that's right. So it was like we'd said, we're li- how come the non-darts player, very, why don't you just... Again, not just bullseye clip, yes. but literally what we were talking yes. about. And I was texting you about the breakfast stuff that we featured on the last podcast. Yes. I sent that to you and I wrote the word, this is, the, this is where the relevancy yes. the signal comes in. I wrote to you, oh, your prediction has come true. And I wrote the word sage, didn't yes. I? So all I wrote was sage, I sent the link mm. and went sage. I don't know how long, how long after that, not that long, within 24 hours, you sent um, a grab back to me, which had the word sage on it. Mm-hmm. It was about, there was someone in there weightlifting mm-hmm. and it was referencing starting a new business. Which we had also discussed. Which all the things we're talking about. I mean, some of those things we talked about on, we talked about on Signal. Yes. And we've probably talked about it on here as well. But Sage was only Signal. We hadn't yes. spoken that word. And then you start to think, where's it getting that from? That can't be a coincidence. No. It can't be, can it? It just can't I be. I have seen that advert before you wrote the word Sage. It's been around. That advert's been around. But not with the word sage on it. Yeah, with the word sage. Because oh, I think has. it's sage accounting. So in terms oh, of coincidence, it was, it was the timing. It was the timing that they okay. made me. I've seen it on It's been on the TV as well, I think. We, what have we talking, been talking about in the last few pods? We've been talking about scooters. Yep. Of the electric um, kind. Yeah. And you get another, what pod was that today? The one you got on the, scooters? What I do is I, I look at the first 10. So FYP is the, the page where it's just random. Yeah. You don't choose. So I'm yeah. not hashtagging something. I'm just opening my phone, opening TikTok. Uh, let it let it go. Let it go. Right. Okay. And today the one I sent you was the third video. Of kids on scooters. Kids on a scooter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's this is happening stuff. nearly every day. I think I've sent other stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, I? yeah. It's just the ones I could Yeah. Another in in other stuff, other things you've sent me. You sent me a clip which I only looked at today. You sent it me in the week. Press conference in America uh, yeah. in the White House. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there's there's this and it's, it's a video and the title of it, well, there's the caption by this um, Rita Panahi says, this can't be real. It just can't be real. The lectern yeah. in, I guess, the White House or somewhere, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's on the ground of the, the White House. Okay. Yeah. Someone has spoken. They move away from the lectern. Someone, oh, sorry, that one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. Someone yeah, comes yeah. up and takes off the like, the folder of um, paper that's yes. on the lectern yeah. and takes it off. And I think that what they then disinfect they spray it. it. Disinfect it, yeah. And then put a new one on. Yep. And then scurry away right? being watched by a security man that didn't have a mask on which made yeah, me yeah yeah and then we'll, again we'll put the links up and then he walks off kamala harris comes up yep and says well, what ladies and gentlemen the president of the united states joe biden she steps away for literally two seconds she right? didn't touch anything no, she just she's, 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 she steps away from the lectern this bloke comes on again yep takes off the folder yep. disinfects down the, le- yep. the lectern yeah puts another folder back on and president biden steps up yeah. right it is bizarre. I mean, it's yes. probably all the stuff that normally gets cut out, right? Yeah. But you're sitting there going, this can't be... It's ridiculous. Yes. It's it's real, but it's, it's hard. Ridiculous. It's hard. I mean, you have to see for yourself. It's so... It, it's hard It's hard to process, isn't it? Yeah. That we've come to that. Yes. Proper madness, indeed. From a piece of paper that's on a lectern that no one's touched has been disinfected three times before someone who's going to come on and probably yeah. isn't going to touch it either. All they need to do is do the pressure comp and then go and wash their hands on the way out, right? And they'll yeah. be absolutely fine. Yeah. Talking of lecterns... Downing Street's got a new lectern, mm. and it's got a new room to put said lectern inside of it. Yeah, I think is, I sent you this as well, didn't I? Yeah. This thing has cost 2.6 million. 
Yep. So renovation of Downing Street's new White House style press briefing room. That's a good point. It's got the old Union Jacks behind Four. it. For oh, is that relevant? Well, it's just it's volume, isn't it? Volume of Union Jacks. Oh. We're going to talk about Union Jacks and size oh. later. Oh, okay, and um, well, Union flags. It's not Union Jack, is it? Yeah. You get told off for that. And this room. I mean, lots of people have gone. That doesn't look like two point six million pounds worth no. of room. I mean, it looks really cheap, doesn't it? it looks like a looks yeah. like a crappy TV set, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is a leaked picture as well. Yeah. Which also left the Henry Hoover in the corner yeah. of the shot, which I quite like. I don't know. I don't know what I'm making, but. The company that carried out the re- the fit was Russian-owned company. Yes. Okay, there's all these things like, well, one that costs. That sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. Where there's any anything else, I can't see in that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there's like electronic. I, I, I'd probably do that for fifteen grand. Yeah. And make some money out of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's anything I can't see, I'll bring bring my own Hoover. Yeah. Why would you get a, a Russian-owned company? I got nothing against Russia. No. There's an element of there's plenty of people need work in this country. That right? was what came to my mind. Not. I mean, it's it's fine if it was. If we're all about support, you know, take Brexit for example. You keep, you know, keeping keeping work in the UK, yes. promoting UK, yeah, make UK great again, whatever, whatever it was, is then why wouldn't you just encourage, you know, local company that's been a bit out of work for fucking twelve months to come and help you do the refit? Well, it's also it's going to save you as a government and as a country money because all yeah. those people are either furloughed or unemployed. There must be unemployed carpenters yeah. and office. And also with all the Russian hacking stuff that we've been talking about, all the Chinese hacking stuff we've been talking about, a communications room. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think oh, if you're putting in cabling and audio visual equipment, just keep, you know what I mean? Does MI5 know you're using a Russian company but, but to do it? The point, the, the point that I find strange beyond strange is that a decision was made for that room to be done as it was. So someone has sat down and a committee have sat down and said, what's our budget for this? We're going to tender. So they either tendered and went through a well, process. Why, do, why should they tender? Well, this, they is, the po- been for the this last... is the point I'm making. They didn't tender for £50 million. Pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they did tender yeah. and it was the best tender and that's the correct process <laughs> and it's a Russian company, in some ways you've got to go, that's what tendering's about. It's a global economy. Yeah. And it should be in the public domain as to why they changed yes. them, I'd imagine, yeah. that were their tenders. Which right? is why I say it would be interesting to do that mm. if it was tendered for. I would have thought £2.6 million of public for that room would have been tendered in which case the argument might be we're not just going to give everything to you know there's plenty of things you know our bloody water company is french owned isn't it mm-hmm. in this area so it's like you know we can't just go everything's got to be british no that, that, that almost wasn't my point as well it just feels a little bit tasteless doesn't it no it does feel tasteless what what i'm thinking is is surely that on this occasion that maybe the tender process could have gone exactly with because also there's i'm guessing the russian company did they fly in from russia to do it or i don't, know. I don't even know it just it's, would have been nice i'm not even sure whether story. it's true actually Mark. yeah no that's true <laughs> it's on twitter i'm presuming it's absolutely no, true. no i think it is okay. i think it is it was from a reputable source where i what i just said yeah for the record but yeah you're right it doesn't give a very it's like come on lads it's like, from the times yeah <laughs> i don't know is that reputable i don't know bit iffy in it i've been listening to some earlier pods i mean i wasn't the reason for our sudden up uplifting <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything to get the numbers up <laughs> But, um, you know, we joked at the beginning about how soporific we were. Yeah. I mean, we're like, almost like on, if if we were records, right, we'd have been on 33 RPM. Yeah, yeah. And now we're definitely on 45, aren't we? Yeah. I, I hadn't kind of realised the difference. I mean, when you're doing it, you don't. Well, remember, Cleaner Kelly used to sleep to us, yeah, didn't she? Yeah, I almost fell asleep and driving, listening to us. Yeah. It's like, I was like, have I got this on the wrong speed? <laughs> I generally thought that. Yeah. I guess it's just all confidence in it. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
you know, we talk. Do you know, do you know what happens <laughs> when I say that? You just look down and go, my mum's listening and she's going to believe no, it. No, I don't. Do you know what? Here's, here's the thing, right. I don't want to put any more disclaimers on this, but um, this one is not going to go in, but some I've always wanted to try. Okay. But in a safe environment, you know what yeah. I mean? Like with a nurse on standby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'd be too scared to do it on my own. Yeah. But I just, I just want to see what all the all the fuss is about. I don't think it, I don't think it's a. I'm not you know certainly not condoning drug taking, but there's a little bit of. I'd like to have an opinion on it. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Let's do it then. <laughs> well, on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. Can we? Good. Anyway, carry on. Cut that out. I've had a thought. Why don't they make glue on envelopes flavored or even contain vitamin D? Could you imagine that? Mm. I'll share it with you. Oh, did I mention in the prison when we were there that they took out the glue in magazines and put cocaine there? No. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Well, kind of yeah. innovative, should I say? Not yeah. cool. We got a, a That's real not clever at all. <laughs> we got a real upturn in like men's health and GQ and all that coming yeah. in, and obviously we look at the mail coming into prisons. Oh, okay. And couldn't really work out why it was, but didn't think. And then one day, I think one of them fell open, and they basically where the binding was, they sort of put cocaine and then stuck them together. Clever. So yeah. you pull it apart and then get licking. Yeah. Wow. Finger looking good. <laughs> remember what we did before mobile phones mark do you know what got me thinking about this nope. there was something on banterbus and we like banterbus don't mm. we barry's banterbus yeah if you're on instagram follow for it it's brilliant there's a picture of this little cartoon chap on the toilet yeah reading the back of a glade air freshener <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it said first smartphone was released in 2007 mm. this is people in 2006 yeah that absolutely resonated with me. Yeah. Because I did exactly the same thing. I'd be on the toilet, I'd be a bit bored. Yeah. Just open the cupboard and read the stuff on the back of yeah. all the shampoo bottles and yeah. stuff like that. Or play Snake on your Nokia. Mm. I don't I, know. Uh, yes. I mean, it's a really good question. And I think, I guess the rose tinted glasses is we had a life before smartphones. Yeah. And you start to think of the, the little things. I was thinking, right, meeting friends. Like, yeah. What did we do? How did you do that? So I just think, well, we used to get either dropped off at the cinema. And then next thing you know, from my memory, is that we're all in a smith and all your mates are there. So what must have happened is you either organised it at school. Yeah. I don't really you remember using the, the, the home telephone very much. So you either must have did it at school, right? We'll see you at the cinema yeah. tomorrow night at seven. Yeah. And that's just it, right? Yeah. Because I don't ever recall a time when you, you were waiting at a cinema or waiting in the park or whatever and agonizing about someone not turning up. Mm. If someone didn't turn up, they didn't turn up. Yeah. You weren't even worried about them, were you? No. They, no. Just, they just weren't there. Well, you think now, if someone doesn't turn up because you've agreed, you're just not, you're either calling them, you're texting them. Or you track them. <laughs> I've, no, seriously, <laughs> I've got people I know who track their partners and will go, they'll be back in seven minutes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, for safety, that's... Yeah, of course, for safety. That's very good. Isn't it? Mm. Um, so panic has replaced patience. Uh-huh. It works both ways. If you if you can't make it and you're going to be late, you know, you kind of got, I've got to tell them I'm going to be, you know. Yeah. But there's a panic on, isn't there? Or if yeah. someone, they don't show up, you panic. Mm. Whereas before you went, oh, well, see them tomorrow. Yeah. If they're dead, I'll hear about it tomorrow, yeah. right? <laughs> that's pretty... But now you need to know if they're dead straight away. So you start panicking, don't yeah. you? You want to find yeah. out where they are. So you're texting them. And I was thinking about even bullying, right? Mm-hmm. I had a bit of bullying at school mm-hmm. and it happened between lessons in the corridors, you know, and that was kind of it. Yeah. I couldn't even begin to imagine what that must be like if it's bullying on the telephone these yeah. days or yeah. through text or yeah. so constantly. Yes. In your pocket. 
at yes. home where, where in a place where you should be safe. I cannot imagine what that must be like for kids these and days. And then replicated a thousand times. So every piece of bullying can yes. be repeated. And so it can be done in reused. front of everybody else. Yeah. Couldn't it? Yes. So you can be shamed or you can be out or whatever on, on, te- on, a, on a group chat. Yeah. Or video or whatever. But if someone has your number, unless you start blocking, there's probably even other ways people can get to you through yeah, social. Yeah, and other, it yeah. could just never stop. And that is terrifying. Yeah, it is. Then the things we used to argue about. We used to argue for hours at school mm-hmm. when you get older in pubs. <laughs> yeah. About who wrote what song, what yeah. the lyrics are, who scored yeah. what goal in what cup final. Yeah. We've just reduced all that kind of healthy Everyone debate, knows everything we? now, we, we, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And if you don't, you can find it out within 10 seconds. I was thinking the other day, I saw um, advertised. I didn't watch it. It was, um, I think it was 1978, Top of the Pops that they have on BBC Four sometimes. Yeah. And I can remember, because it was always Thursday night, Top of the Pops, and you'd sit down and there was like a hierarchy of what you wanted to get from that. I think it was only about 25 minutes. It wasn't Mm. a long program. So you wanted your favorite songs. You didn't want certain other genres of music. Yeah. You wanted pans people to be as pans people as they can, not realizing. I don't know if you've ever looked back in. Um, so for those who don't know, for our worldwide listeners, pans people was a, a dance group. But if you ever revisit their videos, mm. they they literally dance to the words of the song. Oh, there was. Yes. It's a literal translation of the lyrics. There's no one singing, was there? Is that right? Well, oh, I got that the, wrong. the music would be playing da- yeah, and they would dance, dance on it. the stage. No one singing or mouthing the or miming to the lyrics, right? Yeah, it would just be them dancing. So they're a dance group. But, yes, but yeah. the, the basic premise, because there was pants people, they were called something else, which I've completely forgotten. Whatever the lyric was, was how they danced. Okay, and yeah, it's very interesting okay. in retrospect that there wasn't sort of, the dance didn't actually have any relevance to the beat. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a literal interpretation. The point I'm making is that that Thursday night viewing, if it didn't play mm. the bands, because this was the only opportunity you got to see the bands. Mm, yeah. So in 78... If I was into punk and I was, I was, I would often go, oh, the Clash have gone up twenty-five places in the charts. They must be played because right. they've gone up twenty-five. So you're they in must. Going, yeah, I'm going to see they it have tonight. to. Yeah, and then you get something. Dolly Parton has gone down one place, and for whatever reason, she'd be playing. Okay. I'm there with going. Or they've just been haven't been able to book them. <laughs> yeah, she's gone down in the charts, and they're playing her. And my band has gone up, and yeah, it's that yeah. sort of like investment mm. and the charts became a good thing and then your whole day at school is exactly like you're saying did you see so and so yeah i can't believe the clash were in yeah. a whole yeah and that was that was so your I guess what world. you're saying is now you just get your fix of whatever you want yeah whatever you is that where you were going well with when that? you get when you get the spotify charts i'm listening to i'm listening to minutes of music and then just it's just becoming litter mm. yeah i'm going through song after song after song yeah whatever it is last on Spotify, when the charts things come out, six and a half thousand yeah. different tracks. Well, I guess I unless it to. was on TV, either in Top of the Pops, you know, or live or recorded, or what, you, you know, or unless you went and saw them, yeah. there's nowhere else to go and see them. You couldn't just sit there binge watching live video after live video after no. live video could until you? sort of MTV came on. But yeah. basically, yeah. in the seventies, you could record it on a cassette tape. I used to have a microphone. But it's and the a choice, isn't it? It's the I could literally think of any band now. Yes, and find any live video. Yeah, well, couldn't I? Yeah, we both could. Just whatever yeah. we want to watch, any point at any time. Mm. Crazy. We used to use paper-based maps before we went anywhere. Yeah, I used to enjoy looking at maps. Yeah, flicking through and going, oh, I didn't know that was. Every time you look at a paper-based map, you go, Oh, I didn't realize that was. Oh, I didn't realize that mm. was quite so close to there. And then you plan them. Then you get to like you. You know, your dad would always just go, Oh yeah, you need to go down the M42. 
hit the M1, bang, yeah, yeah. you know, right at Kenilworth, bosh. Yeah. And you're like, all that's gone, isn't it? Well, I was doing this as a dispatch rider. So imagine having paper maps. It's on, all in your head, isn't it? And then... Well, you had to carry it on your bike. The very first <laughs> the very first job I got, and I've said about my motorbike yeah, dispatch, yeah, yeah. I like turned up pristine and they gave me this lime green and white leather jacket with a pony on the back. Well, that sounds nice. But that's nice now. Still got it. Have you? Still got it, yeah. I bet that is mint. Well, green. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I bet that is cool, actually. Uh, yeah. Is this the pony one? Yeah, Pony Express. So it had a, oh, it had a horse. You know where that is? No, I don't know where you've it is. i got to find that. So it's, yeah, lime green and white, which you, you couldn't really wear it outside work because oh, it had no, the horse look, on the back. Honestly, no, you'd... Yeah. So my very first job, I like, literally walked in and there was three of us. And this is when dispatch riding was really, we were the only three dispatch riders in Bristol. I reckon that would be like the rock and roll of its time, right? It's quite oh, an edgy job. It's quite cool. You want a oh, bike. Oh, the job was. You well, know what I mean? In, in theory. No, it's web developers, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> if you're an app developer, you're rock and roll. Oh, especially because we got um for one st- for for quite a few months, I was carrying the blood between two hospitals, so right. four operations, and you were basically given carte blanche to just drive as fast as you can. So they gave us this box with, I guess, refrigerated what, blood. Stop you or something. Like on the pavements, do whatever you want, sort just of get thing. It there. Yeah, but there was no sign that we we're carrying blood. We just sort of drove. Yeah, what about do you ever get pulled over? The police ever? Yeah, yeah, you would you because we you used to do co- things like. Do they not stop you then? Do they know not to stop you? Or they stop you? No, no, no. Blood. They'd stop you, and you'd you have to show. Yeah, there wasn't any like signage on it. It was just, (laughs) um, but yeah, so my very, very first job was delivering a screw to, I think it was Rolls-Royce in Burnley. One One screw, a tiny screw for a motor. And of course, in those days, there wasn't Amazon. You know, if you posted something, it was like three days, wasn't it? It was just one. They didn't go, put three in just in case we, (laughs) just in case we screw up the first It was tiny. It was tiny. So I had this tiny envelope that I put inside the jacket that was under the leather jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is my, this is so hilarious. So I get onto my bike going right. I'm going to Burnley. And mm. so the, the main idea of dispatch riding is you get there as quickly From as you can. From where were you based? Bristol. That's a long old hoik. It's a long old hoik. Yeah. So I stop off at Birmingham and have, have fish and chips and mushy peas in a services. Right. This isn't what you're meant to do. This is like, they wanted me there they wanted quick. They right, yeah. But I thought I'm entitled. I've, I've driven for 70 miles. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. Got back on started snowing so i did have a map so i basically knew i had to go up the m whatever it is after the m5 is it? i don't even know what it is now m6 whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway so i'm going up there snow covering my visor couldn't mm. see at all saw some sign that said manchester because i wanted to head towards manchester missed it drove what i thought was towards manchester oh, God, no. got to the end of the motorway drove into what i thought was manchester pulled into a petrol station and said I'm a bit lost. Can you tell me where Burnley is? <laughs> and he goes, calm down, calm down. I come to bloody Liverpool. So there's this snowstorm. Where was he from? <laughs> so I'm really doing it because you do it to yeah. me. <laughs> um, so anyway, very, very long story short. When I got to Burnley. Well, you're not, you, you, you're, you know, you're not way off, are you? No, gone a it's, bit it's up north. I mean, anyway, yeah. came back, went to Burnley. I was so frozen that my gloves were frozen to my hands. Mm-hmm. They basically had to take me into this little office, defrost me to get this one screw out. And then you get back on your bike and go, I'm now going. Did you ask him what the screw was for? No. Oh, I'd, wouldn't that be burning Well, it's a motor mind? or something, I think, yeah, an I'm engine. Bothered. I'd be like, what's, no. all the, what's all the fuss about? I don't even know where this story's going. It's this cool. happens so often. No, it isn't really cool. I so like only... it. All right, it's rubbish. <laughs> Talking about maps. Oh, yeah. Maps. Yeah. 
So this is good. Yeah. You haven't told a good old story in ages, apart from your fairy tale. I was going to say you haven't told a, two, a true story, but your fairy tale was a true story. Yeah. Wasn't it? I, I sort of almost wanted to have like um, a list of footnotes to the fairy story because people who aren't aware of the whole ridiculous nature of it. I think that, everyone thought you were just making it all up. Yeah. But it all happened. Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah. It's all totally true factually correct and it's almost like it's almost it is a fairy tale you can't, you can't, can't imagine done. there's a few embellishments do you think yippee what? <laughs> yippee it's <laughs> <laughs> good your king boris impression was marvelous anyway we're getting off, off yeah. our track but um so yeah so it's going back to paper map so yes yeah, so much has changed hasn't yeah but it? i think we just lose that kind of muscle memory of remembering where things are and yeah. you know i think it's quite nice to kind of know and not be reliant on tech are aren't we mm. and also on that tack if we if we got lost we just asked someone yeah stopped and went on the window i don't think i've done that for years no probably as long as i've had a smartphone as long as i've had google on the smart i wouldn't do it no, but i get your point <laughs> just drive to liverpool wouldn't you yeah. right away you were going let's <laughs> yeah. hope for the best <laughs> but yeah i think it's just kind of it, we've, we've gained so much but kind of lost i think you know it, what i mean yeah there's a danger of being over nostalgic yeah i'm, I'm not saying but i I've, want to go back to the time where you know you couldn't just contact someone or you couldn't, someone could let you know very quickly. It does have you. a charm though. Yeah. I think it's go back to the, 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 the speed, which we kind of talked about in the last episode, mm. you know, that kind of, it's it just sped everything up. There's no chance just to kind of go, Oh, it's all right. Just to let it go. There's, it creates, there's more anxiety created by it. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? I no, think there's more if they didn't turn good. up, it's fine. No hang up. Is it that no hang ups bit? Is there's no, it's fine. It's all right. I think one of the things it's that's right. made me smile recently is around, um, and this isn't a criticism of people per se, and I do it myself, but it's sometimes you'll be with somebody and they'll go, it wasn't meant to rain today. <laughs> and I'm thinking <laughs> it was always meant to rain today yeah. because that's why there was rain clouds. But we look at the weather and yeah. it goes like bright spells, no rain. Yeah. And it's like, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. The internet said it wasn't. It was always going to do what it was always going to yeah. do. Yeah. And I think we have got to that point of like, whatever our phone tells us. To be true. Mm. Let's go on, Mark. Now, would you like to tell us all about forced reality and retribution? So the last few days, I've been in quite a state of chaos mentally, not in terms of mental health, but in just in terms of being able, unable to... I referred to the Sam Harris podcast, which I've now listened to four times. So and the, I'm, free, the one on free will. On free will. It, yeah, I've listened to it once. And I'm... I'm not uh, sure I can listen to it again. No. <laughs> I'm just going to melt my brain. I'm at that stage where I'm suddenly realising, and this is something else that maybe we can have as another as another subject. Uh, yeah, because also we've just, we just been talking about, um, we've just been talking about and just mentioned the weather, didn't you? Yes. And people kind of, you know, isn't it odd? Sorry, I kind of don't want to derail your thing. But no, no, listening to the free will thing with Sam Harris, yeah. like so much of the stuff we talk about on this pod is one of those joiners of dots. Mm-hmm. About we've talked about consciousness, mm-hmm. haven't we? Our, people's actions yeah. and I guess responsibility. You'll probably be talking about the retribution bit, but it's been really interesting. And since I listened to that, I've actually kind of made decisions and carried out actions, which yeah. I've immediately kind of questioned because of that podcast. Yes, what I actually am in control of or not. Yes, and it's a real headbender, but it's it's real. It's really interesting. I think. Do I you think. Know what I mean? Yeah, I think. And this is what I'd like to do in another part. So we just sort of like mm. bookmark it very quickly. Yeah. Is listening to something that has stretched my intellect beyond what it's used to be stretched to has shown me, I don't know, 
not necessarily my inadequacies, but just the breadth of of <laughs> thinking that exists. And it almost goes back to the breakfasts. We we carry on in these tram lines that we're comfortable with. And then I'm listening to this because I feel uncomfortable. And he's saying stuff and I'm going, I cannot cope with what you're saying. I cannot process. I cannot understand it. I have to understand yeah, it. Yeah, it's undoing almost everything you've ever come to know. Yes. And then Isn't occasionally it? he'll say something and I'm going, I don't think I can even explain. That has blown my mind, but I can't explain it, which is, I thought I was going to speak about it today. No, but also you're trying to come to terms with it. Yes. You're trying to process it. Yes. Totally. It's not, you know, you've got to you've got to get to that kind of peace with it, haven't you? Where you can then try and explain it even in your own way. Yes. And it's 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 blown concepts of, of my existence and of what consciousness means and what our life means yeah. and just all of the things for sixty years I've believed to be true. <laughs> an awful yeah. lot of them aren't true. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. and I do tend to believe and I know other people have a different view on free will than he does. So I think we will park it mm. and we will come back to it, but I mm. think it's I think it has to be well prepared. I don't think you can do it sort of back <laughs> of an envelope. Like three bullet points. No, yeah. absolutely not. Um, so that got me thinking. And so the, the forced reality and retribution isn't necessarily to do with Sam Harris. It was to do, as I say, I've been chaotic in my thinking and that I've just, I've just been doing a lot of thinking <laughs> on mm. an intellectual level. I just want to learn stuff and I want to, I think I want to clarify some of the things that I see around me to give sense to it. Mm. Those kind of podcasts aren't great for the curious mind are they yeah it just opens so, yeah you could either i guess for someone who's not curious they go okay but but for people like us you should go what no just just that bit yeah i want to i want to yeah, know that one sentence i want to know it enough. all yeah <laughs> so what i've done is and i'm really proud of myself because i've never used dictate on my phone mm. so life hack because mm. i think other people are going to be in the same position go into notes go onto keyboard bottom right there's a little, little microphone, microphone yeah and talk to your phone, mm -hmm. and you can do a to-do list. You can do aims and objectives and goals and thoughts yeah. Before and Before smartphones, smart people had PAs for that, <laughs> didn't they? You and can't carry a PA in your pocket. No. <laughs> so forced reality and retribution is, is is something I've made up. It's not. It's not. No, it sounds thing. cool. It sounds Thanks. like um, uh, a period drama on ITV. <laughs> that pride and prejudice right so this is my dictated notes i'm just going to read this bit and i haven't prepared you for this it's just let's just have a conversation in the snug so what i'd like to do is discuss this subject of forced reality and retribution and i'll describe what they both mean in a minute currently there seems to be a fascination in holding people to account for real alleged supposed or false crimes or actions that cause offense and by that i mean any action now seems to be picked over as like vultures on a corpse yeah. until there's nothing left. But what I mean by forced reality is that the impact that that person's word or actions have is not related to the damage it causes. So the most trifling offences mm -hmm. can be made into the most major, you know, the people having to resign or leave yeah. the country or go into hiding. And at the end of the day, it's because it has been made a big thing. And that's what I mean by forced reality. Mm -hmm. We often have more vitriol for people that have said the wrong words than someone who's committed a violent offence. Mm. You know, the number of people who are violent offenders who are almost then made into celebrities or made into mm. whatever. So just because something causes you offence does not mean... Okay, so I said dictation was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my phone down... And 
Um, Freestyle. Yeah. And this is going to be life before smartphones. Uh-huh. But before I put my phone down, I'm going to just read this paragraph from the good dictation <laughs> that I did yeah. in the early hours of whatever morning it was. Yeah. And okay. so, then this takes us to the next place, which is what happens when we were attended to be sick, retribution, city of sources, <laughs> our sisters and chicken recipes. <laughs> I am posing stringent laws. What does it become a power struggle for power struggle that ultimately will end in those people have the loudest voice unable to use the system? Has this come from a life hack to a, you know... Don't use. Whatever you do, Use your use. brain, not your yeah. smartphone. Right. In a nutshell. What does that mean? AKA. People can be offended by whatever causes them offence. And it isn't for us to judge those people. If you are offended by something... That is a genuine feeling, and yeah. it's not for anyone else to go, you shouldn't be offended by Correct. that. However, if society allows everything to cause offence, then there is a danger that people will be offended on behalf of other people. <laughs> yeah. My argument is, in terms of people being offended, is to use the example of Nagmanchetti, hmm. the BBC Breakfast newsreader. She was on Breakfast News with Charlie State. He's a male newsreader. And they were interviewing a Tory MP. And at the end of the interview, Charlie made a comment along the lines of, isn't your union flag a little bit small? Because this Tory MP had a union flag in the corner of his sitting room. Right. Next to a picture of the Queen. Okay. And we know from Matt Hancock and we know from Boris Johnson and we knew, know from the new press briefing room that, that shown the union flag behind you is now a conservative, it's a dictate. All their MPs now have a flag. Piri Patel had it. Everybody, okay. Piri Patel. This is something I've missed. What is product placing? Yeah, okay. I've, I saw lots of kind of hashtags about flags and I didn't really understand yeah. what, what so it was all about. So Conservative Party, when they're interviewed now, nine times out of ten, okay. will have the flag right, okay. draped. And that's something now I'm going to notice because yeah. I, I, I haven't been tuned into. And this. so some people were going, do you generally have that in your... Okay. Sitting room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was his argument. And he made the argument, your flag's a little bit small right. because they've been so... And hence the thing why there's yeah, four yeah, union yeah. flags in the new press briefing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he made that comment and then his co-host, Nag Manchetti, laughed. And I thought it was humorous. I yeah. thought it was almost going, well, you've done some product placing. Yeah. It's not wrong for me as a newsreader to comment on it. Uh-huh. It was tongue-in-cheek. I don't think it was offensive. Mm-hmm. I think it was a legitimate question because I think it would also be a legitimate question to say, can I ask you one thing? How long have you had that flag, that giant flag in your sitting room next yeah. to a picture of the Queen? Yeah. And Vis- if he vis- said, visible on your, on, for, on your video conference. Yeah. Thing, and if yeah. he said, oh, no, I've had this for years, you could say, oh, lovely, that's fine. Okay. No, I've just been putting because I got the memo from Boris. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so if you are going to do product placing and ask, someone asks you a question, I think it's fine mm-hmm. to, to, to ask yeah. that. Anyway, so she... Because I guess um, it was topical at the time that Charlie mentioned that. This was flying, was this flying around social, the flag stuff, or is it, is it yeah. been a... Well, this, this then started it off even more because what happened is Nag Manchetti laughed in the background. Yes. And then... I only saw it because I clicked on the, the, the flag shagger um, hashtag. I think it's flag shagger. Flag shaggers. That's what I saw. All the stuff, the brief history of flag humping. So that was shown. Then later that evening... Yeah. Nagman Jetty on her Twitter feed said, I liked tweets today that were offensive in nature about the use of the British flag as a backdrop in a government interview this morning. 
I have since removed these likes. A grammar's not brilliant here. Yeah. This do not represent the views of me or the BBC. I apologise for any offence taken. And, and the comments were to do with the Charlie's comments about someone having a flag behind them and is that what she was commenting on? Yes, and I think I haven't seen the tweets she's liked because no, obviously she's took them down. I think there were people going, they're obviously playing a game. It's obviously been a dictate from above that you must show the flag. And she's, yeah. and she's now, whether it was offensive against the British flag. So then the tirade of abuse that she got was, right. you can't even respect the flag of this country. Mm. You were making mockery of the picture of the Queen god bless her Mm -hmm. and i thought the undercurrent rightly or wrongly because she's quite a controversial news reader was yeah yeah she's come in for quite a lot of uh, she has a lot of um sort of anger directed towards her because she is fairly outspoken Uh, okay but there was then the sort of agenda of the strong black woman and i didn't see maybe because charlie didn't like any tweets he didn't get this Mm. or maybe because he was a white male or maybe because that was then the third question was, well, he was the one that brought it up. Yeah. And she was the one that then reinforced it by liking yeah. tweaks. But it but was he, his original yeah, he statement. Did, he didn't get the stick. And he hasn't got the, yeah, the yeah, stick. Yeah. Okay. Basically, my understanding is that she she stopped liking them because of her needs to be impartial mm-hmm. as a BBC news reporter. Yeah. And if that was the case, that everyone was impartial, you wouldn't have people like Andrew Neil, who are about to set up, in effect, a sort of right-wing news, who has been, you know, a staple of BBC TV. I know he was taken on, then taken off, and then brought back again, but used to have um, the political show after question time. So so my, my thought there was that impartiality is maybe something we've discussed already with in terms of the BBC mm. is has it been impartial has it been impartial on its coverage of covid has it been impartial in its cover of the royal family i would mm. i would question yeah, I would, that yeah. there has been a balance to everything that's been presented yeah therefore if an individual i was gonna, i was going to say nails her colors to a particular flag but <laughs> <laughs> that's too many puns but if if she expresses something you could go well sorry you can't you're a news reporter mm. but then does that mean she has no view or that if her she view goes, goes i be- think this is great but also i don't think this is great to everything that she responds to yes is she completely not allowed an opinion at all yes but but her job is to ask people their opinion of things does that mean but she is still going to have her opinion. Yeah, that's but, the but point. But you're asking the questions. If you ask that question, you've got to ask all the other ones. Yes. So by asking a question, you are taking a stance, aren't you? Yes. Unless she immediately asks another question that counters the one she's just, or yes. even gives balance to the one, which they don't do. You can't do because the news would be about three hours long. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you, it's, it's a hard line to tread, isn't it? And it's getting harder nowadays. Yeah. And so, so my view on that would be the fact that she apologized. If she apologized and said, as my position of news reporter, I shouldn't have done it. But but the, her apology was very much along the lines of, oh, I shouldn't have done that because of the flag and the, the picture of the Queen. It was very much like, have I been disrespectful? And I'm thinking, you're entitled to your views. So the point I was going to make was, it's around retribution. So this woman has had to formally apologise on Twitter. She's obviously been told, mm. you apologise yeah. for showing that you're not impartial. So I'm just going to read this to you. Mm-hmm. The newly appointed chairman of the BBC has donated more than £400,000 to the Conservative Party since 2001. Former Goldman Sachs banker 
Richard Sharp is set to be appointed as chairman of the BBC's board as directors. This will see him lead negotiations with the government over the future of the licence fee. So the person who is now chairman of the BBC board is a massive Conservative yeah. and is now discussing... Conservative donor, yeah. yeah. Uh, he spent 23 years working for Goldman Sachs and reportedly oversaw the work of Rishi Sunak during the now Chancellor's early career in the finance industry shock. Wow. It also seems that the new BBC chairman has made a minor career in the field of Conservative Party fundraising, donating an estimated £416,000 to the party and its politicians since the turn of the century. Mm. Now, I don't think he can show any impartiality. Unless he's wiped the slate clean and going... Yeah, unless he's gone like, yeah, I'm going to give 400000 to Labour. So, <laughs> yeah. so the point I'm making is that, that his lack of impartiality is clearly there. He doesn't even have to like a tweet. Mm. He is a, mm. a firm Conservative Party. And they've hired someone. And he's been hired by them to discuss... No, knowing full yeah. well that that is his background and that's his political stance. Yeah. So why I'm saying about the forced reality, the forced reality of this is that a news reporter has made a humorous comment, his colleague has picked up on it, and she's been forced to, to bow to the masses. Yeah. But somebody who is clearly in the pocket or there in his pocket of the Conservative Party is allowed to make a decision about how the BBC will hmm. go forwards. And I think that's what I mean about the forced reality. Everybody taking offence at that newsreader, it's a forced reality. That isn't, it doesn't matter. And like in the last pod, we go on about everything that's happening in the rest of the world, in China and Ethiopia and all the other countries where stuff's happening. And we're so entrenched in our own importance that we want someone to apologise for taking the piss out of a flag. Yeah. And it's just, that's what I mean about the force reality. And the retribution is now things need to be seen to be done yeah. so that someone pays back to society. And I know I'm pressing for time, so I'm going to be really quick on this one. This came up on the Sam Harris. We will talk about this in detail. Since Greek times, animals have been tried in criminal courts. Bear with me. I know I'm going on this Bear one. with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, right down from insects to Two elephants have been trialed in criminal courts. And in the beginning, it was seen as um, a sort of religious thing that if someone, if an if an ox had killed somebody, that yeah. then, then the ox would basically be slaughtered mm -hmm. and that meat couldn't be eaten. On a slightly more grisly detail, if uh, an animal had been involved in bestiality with a human, right. they had to be killed as well as the human either Ooh. locked up, but the animal had to be killed. Right. Um, and the bit that I wanted to say, just to show how far we haven't come, in 1916, on the first day of work, an elephant handler was killed by the elephant. And this is in Tennessee. And long story short, the elephant was put on trial for murder right. and found guilty. And they decided that the elephant would be hung. So it was hung from a crane Bloody hell. in front of thousands of people. And the chain broke. So they had to rehang the elephant, which is horrific. And this yeah. is 1916. This is a wow. hundred years ago. Point I'm making is that that idea of retribution being seen to be done is now happening on social media. Yeah. That people lose their jobs for the wrong statement. They are forced to apologise for offence caused. They want, they want blood. Yeah. As soon as they got blood, it's like, where's the next? Yes. Where's the next blood yeah. coming from? And so what's happening is that there's there's this massive emotion that people have to serve their time or say oh, yeah. sorry or lose their jobs or be sad. Be cancelled. And it goes back <laughs> to the whole thing about Caroline Flack and other individuals mm. who are just hounded because they're now seen as fair game. And it almost feels a little bit like the Hunger Games, whereas now mm. people in the public eye are just being hunted publicly via Twitter yeah. in the hope that they'll be eradicated and then we can move on to the next one. Thank you
Mailbag. So, Mark, we've had some physical mail. Right, physical mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's quite mysterious, but there was a note. Okay. And it's for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it says it has to be opened on air. <laughs> Let's open it on air. Yeah. Very mysterious. We haven't had any no. physical... Uh, cor- <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, that says you because it's got your name on it. It's a nicely uh, wrapped. It's got a little bow on it. Mm-hmm. Tissue paper. You can Let me open it. Uh, oh god, it's well wrapped. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm opening mine at the same time. So, so don't show me yours. No, I'm hiding it behind my uh, <laughs> laptop screen. Okay. All right. Have we got the same? I don't know. You show me yours. <laughs> yeah, we have. It's cool, isn't so, it? So. You it's do the description. A, yeah, it's a spiral-bound notepad, and on the front, it's got our logo, mm-hmm. our podcast logo with I'm Fine on it and our two beautiful faces on it. Yeah, looking good. And this one says, Demo's Podpad, yeah. work in progress. And mine's got marks, so it's been um, That's unbelievable. personalised. That's fantastic, isn't it? So yeah. what was the note? Just open on air. Yeah. That was the instruction. That's it. I right, don't, so I don't we're going even... gonna to have to do um, a shout-out, basically. But I don't know who it's from. No, no. I mean, that's, I'm guessing they listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, no. Ask them to... What? Come forward? <laughs> yeah. Unless they're... Um, well, we got, the, we got the Russian spy and we got the captain. Maybe this person's... It, well, it might be one of them. Undercover. Maybe. Well, whoever you are. Thank you very much. That's mega. Yeah. I'm going to have to... I'll, I'll put... I'll do a picture. Yeah. That'd be and great. And then put it on the socials. But that, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Thank you, whoever you are. Right. I'm a bit upset Google isn't recognising our pod at the moment. Do you know, I put the Instagram up saying, if you say, play yeah. I'm Fine podcast, yeah. Yeah. it's suddenly stopped in the last day, suddenly not doing it, and okay. playing a similarly named podcast instead. Hmm. Is that because we've been anti-Google? I don't, have we? No, I'm just know. saying. Or big tech. I don't know. I'm going to find out what's going on and try and remedy it. Mm. But um, I'm a bit disturbed about that. Uh, into life hacks then, if I may. Yeah. <laughs> this one. You'll like this one. Uh, put black ink cartridge in a red or green pen because no one steals red or green pens. <laughs> <laughs> Just sickos like you. <laughs> <laughs> Locked and loaded. So this is a little bit similar to my speaking out loud one. Mm-hmm. Um, as you lock the back door or turn the gas off because on, mm-hmm. before you go on your mm-hmm. holidays. Say it. No. Oh. Remember holidays? That was a- Yeah. <laughs> um, so if we ever go on holiday ever again, mm-hmm. you know when some, you're driving that you're driving to the airport and you go <gasps> and someone does that fucking in, <coughs> that inhale of breath, don't they? Yeah. And you go what? And you almost want to slam the brakes and you go what? Someone died. You go no, I'm not sure whether I'll lock the back door or mm-hmm. not. Anyway, mm-hmm. when you're locking the back door, turn the gas off. Do something. Do something odd. Stand on one leg. Do a jig. Sing a song. Just yeah. do something unusual so you to remind that. you that you did something unusual and that you did that thing that you wanted to do before you went on holiday. Um. Okay, so can I just add to that one? Yes, please. Because this has been going through my mind. I've lost my passport. I don't know how I've lost my passport, but I've lost my passport. Okay. I don't know. There's the end of it. <laughs> no well, just... I, I can't argue that point. No, no, no. I was going to go like, I just need, don't even, I, okay. I've got nothing to add. However, this was my thought. Mm. When I put something somewhere, this is similar to your gas one then. I have take... put it on the sideboard. No, no, I'm going to take a photograph. Yeah. So you'd normally go, oh, will you surely you keep your yeah. passport in that folder or in that? So the fact about... it isn't in that folder. No, I think I've had to show a picture of my passport to someone 
or some organization. Yeah, don't just take a picture of your passport. Take no. a picture of where your passport is. Yeah. is so when you put it, if you haven't, if you've taken it out of the folder where it's kept because you're going to use it in two days' time, I think it was. I think I was it's applying a, for a job and I needed to show it. Yeah. And I think I've left it wherever I applied for that job. But if I'd taken a photo, so whenever you have anything like a wallet, your keys, because when I go, used to go on holiday, I would hide spare keys all around the house and I have lost quite a few. Yeah. So I go, where would a burglar not look for the spare car keys and like dig a hole in the garden? If I took a photo of that, <laughs> yeah. then I'd Yeah, remember. so it's remembering to do it though, isn't it? Yeah. You remember to take the photo. Have you got any home genie? I thought you had one from her, otherwise I'll do a visit. I sent you one where obviously she's trying to become the new Nigella and I'd hoped I'd be able to see her on this morning. She was basically saying with lockdown about to end, yeah. she was going to give tips on the essentials that you needed to um, have a drink with a friend in a park. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking a bench, a bottle of gin and two straws. Mm-hmm. It just seemed a very strange thing that a life hack was basically <laughs> drinking in a park. Yeah. But, okay. Should we move on then? Yeah. That's it. We're all done. Done and dusted. Unless there's anything more from you and your good self. Not a thing. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks for your presence. Um, yeah. Presence. It's good. That. See what I've done there. Um, give us a follow oh, on yeah. Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm Finecast and send your feedback and ideas to I'm Finecast at gmail.com. Don't forget to give us a five star review. We had another five star review. Yeah. Very good that was. Uh, on our Apple Podcasts and tell a friend or two. In the next episode, Small Steps Revisited, checking in on where we are at and how we've been doing in, okay. moving, in moving the old peanut along. Yep. So we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Bye-bye. Take care.